0: In a few days time, uh, the most important election of 2022 is scheduled to happen. And uh, no, I'm not talking about the US midterms, I'm talking about uh, the second round of voting in another one of the hemisphere's most populous and important democracies. My guest is Vincent Bevins, who joined me from Brazil. Uh, Vincent is a journalist who knows that country very well from 2011 to 2016. He was a foreign correspondent based there for the Los Angeles Times. Uh, Before that, uh, he worked in London for the Financial Times. And in 2017, he moved to Jakarta and began covering Southeast Asia for the Washington Post. Most recently, and I suspect um, this is where at least uh, some of you will have heard of him from, Uh, he's the author of The Jakarta Method, Washington's Anti-Communist Crusade, and the Mass Murder Program That Shaped Our World. Uh, We discussed, among other things, uh, the kind of curious Americanization of Brazilian politics. We discussed the political coalition that Bolsonaro has assembled and the mixture of kind of fanatical uh, hard right ideology and capitalist self-interest that it consists of. We talked about uh, two recent and incredibly strange episodes that have been electorally uh, detrimental to Bolsonaro in the final weeks of the election. Uh, we discussed what happened in the first round and uh, what appears to be happening in the second. Brazil is going to be going, uh, going to be voting in a set in the second round in a runoff of its presidential election on October 30th. Before we get to the runoff, Vincent, uh, can you walk us through what transpired in the first round a bit? I mean, the, the general impression seems to be that Lula da Silva somewhat underperformed what polls suggested was uh possible. So can you walk us through the results of the first round and maybe give us your impression of them? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, So ever since Lula got out of jail and recovered his political rights, his right to run for president, which he lost um, after trying uh, unsuccessfully in 2018 uh, to run for president uh, Bolsonaro the first time, time, every poll had indicated that Lula was going to win by a lot, that he was going to absolutely trounce Bolsonaro, that Bolsonaro had done so poorly. um, governing the country, especially during the pandemic, that Lula was going to simply crush him. Now, only a couple of those, those polls indicated that Lula was going to actually clear the 50% um, hurdle to wrap it up in the first round, but some had done so. Um, so some people were hoping that that was going to happen. I didn't think it was too likely, but, but polls indicated that he might. Um, Now, he got 48.5% of the vote. So that's only a little bit less than the 50% that he would have needed to wrap it up up in the first round. And if he got that extra 1.5%, that would be a really resounding defeat for Jair Bolsonaro, the president. Um, No Brazilian president has ever lost re-election ever since uh, re-election has been allowed in Brazilian democracy. Um, So that was a a little bit less than what what the more optimistic... um, parts of the left uh, were hoping for what was more of a surprise was the the way that bolsonarismo uh, as a political movement outside of bolsonaro himself uh did across the country doing quite well in congress especially well in the senate um, snatching some key governorships and appearing to um be positioned to snatch more key governorships so the polls really underestimated bolsonarismo support rather than uh, they overestimated lula's support
0: Could you maybe, uh, you know, talk a little bit about what Bolsonaroism, I mean, could you put that in context for us as as apart from, I mean, it's, you know, there's a similar problem, I think, here or or a similar complexity or nuance as when you talk about something like Trumpism in that you have something that is, you have a political tendency that is very much uh, based around a sort of charismatic figure at its center and is intimately linked in some ways to their, you know, personal uh, affectations and style, but also has a life of its own. So can you put uh, Bolsonaroism in context for us a bit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So bolsonarismo, I mean, I've I've used this word before, and some people, especially North America say, I don't like that, because people talk about Trumpism, that seems fake. I think that bolsonarismo is more real than Trumpism. I think that bolsonarismo is something, uh, is a weird and contradictory coalition of, of, uh, forces in Brazilian society that came together as a result of his candidacy in 2018 and could uh, not necessarily will but could very well um, continue to exist after Bolsonaro himself leaves the presidency after his family um, stops being a force in Brazilian politics. Now uh, the question of course that arises what exactly is that um, strange and contradictory coalition of, of real forces in Brazilian, Brazilian society? Uh, it's an extreme right movement right so everybody that is a Bolsonarista, I would say is Opposed to democracy, or is at least willing to cancel democracy for some kind of a higher purpose. Um, Bolsonarismo draws upon the support of the security services and people that um, uh, support the security services, or very importantly, are sort of in the criminal underworld surrounding the uh, the security services. Uh, Evangelical Christians have um, become a very important part of what Bolsonarismo is. At the beginning, there was a kind of a neoliberal uh, hard free market components of bolsonarismo um paulo Guedes, who is from a uh he's a literal chicago boy used to work in pinoches administration uh became um finance minister um that support from sort of like upper class business or sort of sort of national bourgeois business interests, is not quite as strong as it was in 2018 but they they were an important part of bringing this all together and then uh the agricultural heartlands of the country are now um seeming to be quite bolsonarista and, and you know the fact that agriculture has done well under um Bolsonaro's government often has nothing to do with him but the pol- parts of the agricultural world which want to break laws um burn down even more of the amazon rainforest than is allowed by uh, current legislation invade indigenous territories those people tend to be bolsonaristas because Bolsonaro says it's good that you do that and you should do more of it so Um, Bolsonaro, I think, will be in power even if uh, Jair Bolsonaro loses and then walks out of the presidential palace on January 1st.